This is your no bullshit guide to a happier life. Quick, but not necessarily easy tips to help you to squeeze every last drop of enjoyment out of your business and your life. My name is Helen Calvert. I'm a coach, a business owner, and a parent, and I'm so happy to be here with you. I do swear occasionally, as the title suggests, so pop in your headphones if I'm not safe for little ears. Ready to go? Let's do this. Hello, and welcome to this episode where we are going to be talking about meditation. Meditation as part of your toolkit for a happier life. This is the first of my new set of episodes, as I discussed last time, just looking in depth at the things we can do, the activities we can choose to help us to feel calmer, to help us to reduce stress, and to squeeze some more enjoyment out of life. So my history, I guess, with meditation is that when I was little, my mum had a friend who back then in the 80s was quite alternative. You know, she was a vegetarian, which in my household was, you know, terribly, terribly different. And she meditated. And I know she meditated because when she came to stay with us, she would take some time in the day to go and sit quietly. And I was told, you know, mustn't disturb her. She's meditating. So I never saw her do it, but I knew she was doing it. And I got told sort of roughly what it was. So right from a young age, the story that I sort of gained, I suppose, about meditation was that it was something people do if they live an alternative lifestyle. You know, I didn't I didn't really know the word hippie back then, but I guess it would have been that, you know, like a hippie lifestyle or something like that. Now, of course, these days, most of those things are mainstream anyway. But you may have grown up with a similar story that if you meditate, you have to dress in a certain way or have certain political beliefs or have a certain kind of lifestyle. You know, it's all tie dye and camper vans, which might be right up your street. So I think it's important to say at the start that meditation is a tool like any other and you don't have to be anything or believe or do anything in order to use it. It is simply another tool. Now, since then, uh, as an adult, I have meditated using some of the popular apps. I've done it a few times. I've looked up meditation a few times. I can't remember exactly when I first tried it as an adult, but it would have been uh, on my own that I first tried it, you know, following an audio or a video of some kind. I've also since been to guided meditation sessions, some with um, Kate Brown of Calm at Work and some Kadampa meditations at a local Buddhist centre. I did that once a week for quite some time a few years ago. So actually, when I think about it, I have done quite a bit, but I still think of myself very much as a novice, which we will come to that story later about whether or not you can be good at it. But I'm familiar with it. I'm familiar with the feeling, that kind of deep relaxation and that um, pause in the busyness of life. So I kind of, I rarely bring it out of my toolbox actually at the moment, but practicing it again for this podcast really reminded me of why I should. For this podcast, I used a particular um, YouTube playlist, which I will share in the show notes. 
the meditations were 10 minutes long, which felt like the right amount of time. That felt like a safe amount of time for me to pause my day. Like all of you, I'm a I'm a busy person. I think of myself as a busy person. I have a lot that I like to pack into my day. And I'm also a fast paced person. So I find pausing challenging, which obviously means I should do it, (laughs) which means it's a good thing for me to do. But if someone had said to me, you need to do 30 minutes of meditation, I would have found that very challenging. Not doing it, I think once I was sat down doing it, I probably would have really enjoyed it. But making myself pause for that long would have felt very challenging. 10 minutes felt really doable. Yep, I can definitely pause for 10 minutes. That's okay. That's safe. I can do that. So before I tell you um, my kind of experience of it this time around, I'll just give you a little definition. Headspace is one of the most popular meditation apps out there at the moment and what they say about meditation is this meditation isn't about becoming a different person a new person or even a better person it's about training in awareness and getting a healthy sense of perspective you're not trying to turn off your thoughts or feelings you're learning to observe them without judgment And eventually you may start to better understand them as well. So that's what they say about it. I have my own feelings about what it's useful for, which I shall share in a moment. But I thought it might be interesting to begin with for me to tell you some of the thoughts that I observed going through my head whilst I was doing these 10 minute meditations. Because it's easy to imagine that everybody else has got some kind of beautifully calm blank mind with lovely calm thoughts and and we must be you know rubbish at it because we're thinking about the shopping list so this is some of the thoughts that just ran through my head as I was listening to the meditation tracks I'll just go through them I like her voice I can do this I am doing it Oh, I must text so-and-so with that thought. Um, I need to remember to tell one of my team members a thing. Oh God, I must check if that email has arrived. No, meditation. Meditation. Oh, my face is really relaxed. Oh, I'm great at meditation. Oh, there's a thing I must remember. So it's very much thought, meditation. Thought, meditation. And the trick is not to try to banish the, must remember this, have I done that? The trick is to not let the worry about those thoughts take up space. So thought meditation, thought meditation is absolutely fine. Where you might run into trouble is if you do thought oh my goodness, I should be meditating. I'm so rubbish at this. Why am I so rubbish at this? Why can't I quiet my thoughts? Meditation, 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 thought. Oh, I'm so rubbish at this. So it's the judgment about the thoughts that we're trying to ignore. So thought, meditation, thought, meditation. And you know, and I have another list here of just random thoughts that came up. Um, You know, I hope my friend's okay. Oh, I love the sound of the waves on this track. 
I really want to have sex. I really need to wash this hoodie. Huh. My internal jukebox is playing Barbara Streisand. (laughs) So we all just have the same random stream of consciousness. And you could, if you wanted to, make judgments or think thoughts about any of that. But really, it's just what's running through your head. It's just round and round the thoughts go, almost of their own accord. Now, how did I do it? When did I do these 10 minute meditations? Did I sit down first thing in the morning in a beautiful, calm room? No, I did not. Because it was about doing 10 minutes of meditation. It was not about doing meditation perfectly. So the first time I sat on my bed in the middle of the day, I think, and did it like that, and that was fine. But then there were days when I had no time and I did it just before bed, you know, just before sinking into that pre-bed TV coma. I told myself I could spare 10 minutes and I did it. So like at nine o'clock at night. And then there was a day when one of my kids had a meltdown and the kids were in the house. There was noise from them coming up from downstairs. I mean, I should confirm I had dealt with the meltdown I hadn't just shut the door and left them to it tempting no I I dealt with the meltdown but it had stressed me out I could hear them in the house so I took my opportunity to just gather my thoughts with a bit of meditation and then I felt ready for the rest of the evening you know I could face the bedtime routine and that wasn't a usual way for me to meditate in the past I think I've tried to do it at the perfect time in the perfect calm mindset which of course is actually the opposite of what it's for. It's for calming you when you need to be calm. The next day I did one with the boys in the room with me. Now they tried to be quiet, but they couldn't manage it. But actually it was a useful exercise because of course trying to meditate with children sort of whispering and climbing over the bed and things like that, it's very distracting. But it was a worthwhile practice because for me, The great thing about meditation is if you do it enough and you become familiar with that feeling of calm and observing your thoughts, the the kind of aim, if you like, is to be able to pull up that feeling when you are surrounded by noise or distraction. That's when it's most useful if you can access some of that when you're surrounded by chaos. So it was a useful practice. And then I found, because I'd been doing it for a few days straight, I did it of my own accord without any meditation track. I felt stressed at a particular moment in my day. I had a couple of minutes to myself. I just took the time to just access that calm place and it really helped. So our mindset block alert for meditation is that you don't have the time and you're no good at it. (laughs) You do have the time And feeling like you don't have the time is a really good indication that meditation would be useful. And as I say, I get it. I find it very uncomfortable to pause, but I know that logically I am able to spend five or 10 minutes doing something calming and it's helpful. And being no good at it is a misunderstanding of what meditation is all about. You don't need to be calm to do it. It is the thing that introduces the calm. 
you know, doing it at dawn on a lovely riverbank would be so lovely. But you wouldn't need it at that point if you had access to time by yourself by a river at dawn. (laughs) You need it when life is chaotic and crazy and you feel like you're not going to be any good at it and your thoughts are going to be so distracting. That's when it's a useful time to do it. How does it contribute to a happier life? Well, obviously it introduces calm. It pauses things. For me, I think it's a circuit breaker. So when we feel the stress ramping up and we go into our usual habitual cycle of getting more and more annoyed about something or scared, anxious, irritated, it's a great circuit breaker for that kind of thing. Just a few minutes and it just breaks the cycle enough that you can regain control and start to think about how you're feeling rather than just rocketing off with the emotions. So are there any kind of bullshit elements to it? Not really. I think like anything, you can become, you know, a master and do it all the time, but you don't need to be sat cross-legged on a mountaintop to get the benefit. You know, doing it regularly is important because it's getting familiar with that feeling. But you don't have to do it every day or you don't have to work up to a particular time scale. You know, it's not, yes, do it every day and one day you'll be doing it for an hour a day. If you only ever do 10 minutes now and again when you need it, it will be helpful. I don't do it as a daily practice because anything I say yes to every day means I'm saying no to other things and it won't be my tool of choice every single day. But it's a really useful one, particularly for an anxious, busy, noisy mind like mine. How does it help us complete our stress cycles? Well, it really does help you to breathe properly. So if nothing else, if all meditation ever teaches you, if all it ever teaches you is the feeling of breathing slowly and calmly, that will be really useful because that is something that completes our stress cycles. In a stressful situation, taking that one big deep breath can really help to signal to our body that we can let the stress go. So meditation is enormously helpful in that way. So I would say try it for a while, maybe try it every day for a week just to get familiar with that feeling and then just pull it out of the toolkit when you need it. But I know that a lot of you are like me, um, full of thoughts and ideas and busyness and running around, either actually running around or inside our own heads running around at a million miles an hour. So I do recommend this as a tool for just slowing down, starting again and just seeing what thoughts come in without worrying at all about what they are. So, until next time, treat yourself with excessive kindness and treat yourself to some meditation and make sure you squeeze every last drop of enjoyment out of life. Speak to you again soon. Thank you so much for listening. It's great to have you along for the ride. If you enjoyed the episode, I'd be so grateful if you could leave me a review. And don't forget to subscribe so you know when new episodes are up. 
If you identified a mindset block during the episode and would like to work with me one-to-one, you can find out how in the show notes. See you next time.